Hey, and welcome to a little project with Soul Survivor looking at words, spirit, and action for today. We've got Matt, Peter, and myself here. We've borrowed Cassie's grandma's house at Whale Beach, and we've put together seven episodes for you. Here we are at episode one, and we're looking at vision. Yeah, we're going to kick off looking at vision. We are. <laughs> and we're going to start with Matt, so you're going to lead us through this question. Yeah, so Matt, you talk about all the time that God has a vision. What does that even mean? It's been coming to me that I think we need to stop and just remember that God's got a vision. I think when you read the Bible and you see what Jesus is calling us to do as leaders, um, he's got a picture in mind. And, and I think that's what a vision is. It's a picture of, of how things would be, be great if they were like this. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus, you know, what are some things Jesus, some of the pictures, some of the things he would love us um, to be doing and love life to be like? He would love... <laughs> Come on. He would love to feed... Yep. Hungry inspire. people. Feed hungry people, inspire. Yes. Provide shelter. Yeah. Home. Yeah. Mm. Yes. <laughs> so when you when you think about the different things Jesus, um, yeah, is asking us to do, you can see he's got a picture, he's got a purpose, um, and so what I think one thing we would love to lift off any burden off any leader who feels like vision's really big and massive and hard, mm. I think we'd really love to lift that burden off you and say, listen, God's got a vision, God's got a picture. Um, and you don't have to create one in that sense. Mm. Um, so then that leads me to just thinking with our Jesus that he is, you know, he is the picture of, of what God the Father is wanting us to become like. Mm. And, and then I think, well, then Jesus has modelled to us um, a strategy, which is, you know, call people into what it's the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, call people into investigating that, exploring that. You know how he did that with the first disciples, called them in. Uh, he modeled that to them. Uh, and then within that, he then sent them out to, to do it. And, and in doing it, they're bringing about the vision, the picture, the direction that God wants. So Again, just to, to say, God does have a vision. He has a picture. You don't have to come up with one, but you need to see through reading the scriptures. You, you just need to see what that picture is like, and then we can go from there. It's such a challenge, though, because we often think about vision as this thing that we have to create. You know, we chat with our team, and we and we come up with these ideas, but they're not. We need to make sure we're in step with what God's saying, and He's already given us Jesus. Yeah. For that example. Yeah, and then there's like every every term or every year, and everyone's wanting something fresh and, and new. But I guess really that you know that old saying that there's nothing new under the sun. And for us as leaders, we need to go back to the vision is there. Like yeah. Jesus has shown us, and we can gain ideas to build off that. Yes. So I think that's where I think that's the part we play is we say, well, God. I'm, I'm reading your word and I'm talking with other leaders and I'm seeing what you're doing in the world. Uh, but what what is it that you would love us to be doing at the moment? Mm-hmm. So I think one thing in leadership is take stock of how things are, like and just be really honest about how how's the group going? And then God in prayer, 
with the Lord and with your team, it's like, well, Lord, this is where we're at. Where would you love us to go? And start to share that. Start, well, he'd love us to, you know, grow in worship or evangelism or uh, starting a prayer group. And, and we write those things down and then we kind of wonder together with God, well, what one goes next? And um, I, think, I think that's kind of where we play that part with God is, where are things at? Where do you want them to be? Together, you know, ideas. Um, Ephesians 2.10, uh, Paul says, God has prepared good works in advance for us to do. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's, that's a bit more tangible and a bit more the kind of things we can be doing, coming up with ideas. Yeah? So, so it's almost like, well, God's actually got that plan and he's prepared it for us. We're uncovering what that looks like. Yes. You also mentioned doing that with other people. Yes. So, yeah, maybe just give us a little bit more of an insight into, you can't do this all at, at home in your backyard. Yeah. Mm. Um, we don't do these kind of things alone because Jesus didn't do them alone. Yeah. So it's important to do do vision. Um, and there might be some times where you're by yourself and you're, you're seeking God on what's happening for your team yes. or your ministry or your group. Yeah. But really important to then go on a journey with them and bring in their voices and their ideas and, and that really then... Um, elevates the love you have for that team and the way yes. you, you honour and care for them and, and then there's a shared picture yeah. that builds. Yes. Yes, and look, let's be honest, there are going to be tricky times when you, you really have a, a conviction that, say, this term we really need to um, grow in um, helping people read the Bible, but there's someone in your team who's like, no, 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 we need to start a prayer group at school. And so you do try and do this together. You absolutely do. But I guess I'd love to say there are times when you as the leader of the team might need to say, I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you. Yes, Mm. we're going to do them at some stage. But guys, I really, could we just please address this first um, and then we'll get to them. So that doesn't happen all the time. I I don't feel that one happens much, but I think sometimes the loudest person in the team can overtake it, <laughs> which we might talk about later. But again, with vision, I think, you know sometimes as a leader, you're happy to let it flow a bit as a team, as you just said, Andrew, but there are also times when you might need to stand up and say, guys, I think we need to, we really need to do this first. Um, and that makes me think that like sometimes... There's kind of like a big vision and then there's little visions. Yes. Or, that's yes. called them little ideas or yes. little pictures that yeah. happen throughout the year. Yeah. And, and sometimes to avoid the loud voice or even the quiet voice that yes. isn't heard, it's, it's drawing out the different ideas and questions and then maybe testing them against, well, is that what, what, what we sense God wanted for this whole year? Does yeah. it fit in with the, the group of people we have and the type of kids and the, yeah. the team we have at the moment and kind of testing it? Yes. Um, but then there is times where it's, I guess if you are the key leader or yes. um, that is the position or the place God's put you in, yeah. um, you may need to sometimes um, pause yes. some ideas or, or ask the team to maybe we'll look at that again later or yes. spend some more time yes. thinking about it or praying about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You've got to have both because if you're not you know, having those creative sessions, those creative ideas and those short-term visions, you're not checking in with your long-term vision. Um, and I found for me, like, if I need to, uh, or if we come up with some ideas, it's great to check that in with the long-term vision because you're checking in with God and what he wants yeah. for that long-term vision because of those ideas that you have along the way. 
Yeah. So they're both important. Yeah. Yes. Now, a little bit practical, drilling it down to you've got a small youth group, let's call it St. Nicholas of um, Treevale, <laughs> St. Nicholas of Treevale. Peter, you just shared at conference, you got projects happening, you had to go out and talk to people about what does this look like in a vision, so what did that, drill that down, what does it kind of look like when you're talking to people about vision? Yeah, I think like you have to be excited about the vision that God's given you, um, and to be able to share that with people, it just, it spreads, because yeah. it's what God's doing, um, and so if you'd be excited about what God's doing, taking that to your coffee, taking that to your small group, taking that to your youth group is like super important, yeah. but I think the thing that is really practical that comes along with that is language, so for me, I'd have to sit down with each project and think about, okay, what is the purpose of this uh, within the vision, um, why are we doing it, all those kind of things, coming up with language around what we're doing and why we're doing it um, and how it helps us to reach the the goal and the vision that God's placed on our hearts Um, and taking that to everyone and um, yeah, so that was kind of the the nuts and bolts of how that all worked for each project. Yes. Um, But it's fun to do that, but it's really important. Yes, I love that. Got to pick up one thing about enthusiasm and someone from outside of Australia once said to me, it wouldn't hurt some Australian church leaders to be a little bit enthusiastic (laughs) Um, and that stuck with me that we we can in Australia get a bit not excited yeah Um, how's it going yes so enthusiasm (laughs) does matter when sharing about these ideas there's that fear that if you're the most excited you'll get just torn down a little bit or brought down but that's really not the place we want to be in. Yes. Um, as you know, followers of Jesus walking in, in joy and, yes. um, and love. And, yes. Yeah. Well, Jesus is excited. He is excited. He, he is. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, Andrew, from a, you're a youth pastor as well in life. What is it? What is it? For a youth leader watching this, what does it actually look like or sound like to share yeah. a vision at youth? Do youth care about what's our vision? <laughs> yeah, like I, I've found um, the youth will say they don't care. And sometimes it might take longer than others. They might subconsciously care, but overall they, they care less. But they do care in what they experience, but they probably don't yes. care about how you got there or yeah. how you planned it or what spreadsheets there were or, yeah. or what rosters came together. They don't care yes. about how the vision got there, but yeah. they will tell you if they don't like what you produce. Yes. And so I was thinking about this uh, a little bit this morning and I, I thought of the old picture of, I, know I like coffee, a lot yeah. of people out there like coffee. Yes. So there's the slow drip right. coffee that takes like eight hours and it's through that big glass kind of chew with ice and coffee and the water drips. It's like back. a science experiment. A science experiment yeah. gone right. <laughs> and, yeah. the, and the water drips for like eight hours and then produces, you know, a, a litre or two litres of coffee. Mm. But it, it takes a long time to then finally drink the coffee. Mm. And so I think more often than not, especially with the youth, it, can, it will take one, two, three years mm. to see... Um, the, the, the slow process. Oh, does this take years? Well, sometimes, yes, it can. <laughs> Other times, it's, it's like wildfire. Yeah. You know, like a, well, we shouldn't really, the bushfires are dangerous and <laughs> not, not great in Australia. No. But, but sometimes things just set a light and, yeah. and that's exciting. I think, yeah. I think in any youth ministry, there'll be moments like that yeah. where everyone's just on board, excited about something. 
Yeah. But then there's other things that, that might be really new. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for me, one thing was creating a community that liked to sing. Yeah. That liked to not just sing songs, but also, you know, jump around or dance or yeah. get a bit more excited, as we said. Yeah. And for me, that journey has taken two, three years. Yeah. Um, for people to feel comfortable to express a level of worship and love to God yeah. in front of their friends. Yeah. And that one particularly has been like the slow drip mm-hmm. that... It takes some time, but it's really worth it on a summer day when you chill the coffee and you drink it. It's really sweet. Yeah. It took eight hours. Yes. Um, and so I, I think of a vision a bit like that with some of the ideas that you drop into your youth group. Yeah. Uh, it will take yeah. time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And perhaps as we're coming in to wrap up this moment, I'm thinking about leadership and vision. Um, we need to just remind ourselves, with young people in particular, I mean, Adults as well. People need to see it mm. or you just need to lead them into doing it rather than lots of words. What do you think, like, especially perhaps Aussie is a bit practical. Yeah. Um, they might, I don't really know what you're talking about, but I'll do it and then we'll get it. Mm. Do you see that happening? Yeah, I think it take like it takes time, and so you have to start somewhere. You have yeah. to share ideas. You have to share vision. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't take long until the rubber hits the road, and yes. you've got to get going. Yeah. Um, because that inspiration and that you know those words that you've come up with with God need to then take hold in people's hearts for them yeah. to be able to do something with it. Yes. Um, and it doesn't take long. You'd be yeah. surprised. So. Yeah. I know, you, I know what you're saying though like I, I just thought of something then um, like I remember we were like hey it's winter you know the vibes are a bit low it's a bit colder yeah. and we're like hey guys why don't we have a little fire out yeah. the back and some marshmallows and they were like yeah that would be fun I guess <laughs> yeah. and, and you know we're like oh okay anyway we tried it out this was like a year or two ago and you know slowly everyone came out of the fire got the marshmallows and then they loved it yeah, yeah. And, yes. and then they did want to bring a friend along and they did yes. enjoy having a little kind of bin fire and marshmallows and maybe yes. making some s'mores s'mores <laughs> um, yeah and yeah, I think they had to see it and I think often sometimes it is um, tasting and seeing and experiencing oh taste and see that the well it is good oh good. I like that I like that and, and perhaps to land in just how important it is to have direction as a leader, as a group, uh, it is really important. Um, and perhaps again to say that for those of us who just find it difficult, that's okay. It might take time for you to learn how to sense direction and you know trust your instinct with the Holy Spirit. Um, it, it does take time. Mm-hmm. And, um, but... But it, it's really important to have direction and um, and get on that journey. God's got you on. Definitely, definitely. Well, as we come into land, oh, uh, sorry, yes. I was thinking, yes, got a little scripture to share us. You know, Jesus, God has the vision. Yes. Jesus has shown us. It. Is there a favorite go-to you have in the Gospels or in the in the Word of the Lord? Look, I do love right at the end of, of Matthew with the Great Commission, where Jesus says, "Go out and make." Disciples of them. Yes. <laughs> All the nations. Yeah. All the nations. And, uh, for me, the picture of that, that Jesus um, says at the end, you know, to make disciples of all nations, he's just been showing us what that looks like in the whole gospel. Mm-hmm. Being with them, doing stuff with them, sending them out, coming back, reporting, all that, like he's, give, he's shown us what it looks like. So, yeah, to come into land with a scripture would be, and a go-to for me is 
go and make disciples of all nations. So when I get stuck on vision, come back to that mm. and go like, well, where are we up to with that? And and go from there. Yeah. No, I love that. Like you go, you go back to that basic of, of, of going out and, and trying to draw people in, trying to find new ways, new ideas to do that. To do that. Mm. Yeah. It's good. Great. Well, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Pleasure. Peter. Thanks, this is our first episode at Whale Beach today. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. <laughs>